who is leading people. It's the reason people are, and the reason why people are making those decisions is because they're choosing to follow the wrong people. You know, so I think once people, once people get to that foundational level of what am I taking in, who am I following, who who is leading, who who is a, who is my leader, who is leading my life. Once people start to think about those things yeah. and are able to think for themselves and yeah. discern what is right, what is wrong, then you know that's when that's when things will work as they should. Yeah. That's when life will be able to be abundant for sure. as it's supposed to be, right? Yeah, like, for sure, for sure. We're not supposed to experience all the bad that we do. Like we're supposed to live abundant lives, but in order for us to do that, yeah. we got to move correctly. Correctly, because if we're not if we're not moving right, right. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. No, you gotta be moving right. All right, but all right. So now we gotta start this story. We gotta start this story. Yeah. I'm gonna do this intro. We're gonna start for okay. All right. I slept in. I slept in high point schools and stadiums for all summer. I think we live in a time where spirituality is at an all-time low. I've always chased him and everything he did. Anything he did, I did. I don't know. And I want to be better than him at everything. To help your kid yeah. in any kind of sense, because you've been so unplugged from their academic journey. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Athlete Diary. I'm here with my boy Colin. He's from Bowling Green, Kentucky. He played football at Warren Central High School. He's from where I'm from. Why I'm kind of from Kentucky, I claim it half the time. Um, we're gonna sit here. Where are you? Truthfully, bro. We can just continue where we're going, but I usually have a uh, format. We usually, you know, talk about your life, your journey, what you've been through, like how you got into football. Um, we usually do the format of, uh, I asked the question, because it's like the question, like I was saying earlier, that kind of started this podcast of, um, uh, what, is, what is one of the hardest things that you've ever been through in your life? Like what did you do to get through those things? Like how, you know what I'm saying? The steps you took, uh, the process through it. What you know what I'm saying? Whatever it might be. Yeah. Everyone's story is different. Um, and then, and then this question, which if you have an answer to this question now, you can answer it. Uh, but I can ask it again later. Um, the question of like, uh, when you leave this episode, like after we're done recording, I want you to be like, dang, bro, that was the best thing. Like I, I love that. What would what topic or what thing would we cover or what things could you say that would make you say that? You know what I'm saying? Like what would you cover in the, in a podcast that make you be like, damn, yeah, I said everything that I would want to say in a podcast. You feel me? You got something sure. like that? I, mean, I can ask later. If you don't have one now, I can ask later. Um, but yeah, for me, I think it's just you know sharing my faith for real. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, being able to share that. I mean, yeah, that's definitely. that's something that I feel like you know I have to I have to share. Yeah, you know, just getting getting that to as many people as possible. For real. So I, mean, I definitely want to want to end with that, or uh, we can do that. Well, however you want to, however you want to take it. Well, you know, it might. So shoot, it might. You know, we might end up there after. You know, what I'm saying, just telling stories or just talking. Oh, yeah, about easily, it. We yeah. might. It might naturally come up because I feel like what you start to see in almost a lot of people, every story is God working somewhere, and He comes up a lot. Mm -hmm. And he does great things for people. And so, like, he just naturally comes up in conversation. At least with me. Absolutely. I realize when I'm talking to someone else who has a lot of faith, he talks, he pops up four, five, six, seven different times regardless. So, 
I'm sure we for sure gonna talk about it. For sure. For sure. Definitely. But so let's get started with our with our thing. Even though I can't lie, we probably will come back to the cover this year. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. <laughs> um but yeah, so how'd you get into football? Man, I was I was born it's like uh, like I was born with a football on my hand. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people say that. Yeah. One of the earliest pictures of myself I can remember, uh, I was in a UK helmet, mm. UK jersey. Okay. <laughs> it was like a, I don't know if it's a Halloween costume. I don't know really really what it was. Yeah. Um, but from then it's like my parents told me it's like there was a football and a basketball in front of me, and I chose the football. So it's it's always been a part of me okay. as, as long as I can remember playing. Your parents, football. your dad was. Uh, my dad played football in high school. Uh, mm-hmm. He played a little bit of football in high school. Um, my mom, she ran track and played softball. Okay. She was she was a good athlete as well. But um, you know, just always always been around the sport. Really playing little league football here. Yeah. Play play for the Lions. Okay. So uh, I remember having my little light blue jersey with my little baggy gray pants. I keep forgetting how Bowling Green does football. And my, I grew up, I didn't even football in Alabama. Okay, yeah. And we did it. But I guess, now that I'm thinking about it, it's because I guess the counties are, the population's a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. But we did it, uh, kind of, it was kind of like high school. Right. Like you played different counties of people. So, like, we yeah. rolled around, like, our parents had to nice. take us. Yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun. But, but yeah, I keep, but go ahead. Yeah, I just, yeah, I keep forgetting that Bowling Green does football differently like that. Yeah, just, so I mean, just... And when I hear people say, because he always says, like, oh, I paid, I played for the Packers or the yeah. Saints, or I hear, like, Monty and Deal, they'll be like, oh, I played for the Bengals, you know, I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of weird, but we didn't really do that. Yeah, so, I mean, with, that, with all the teams in one county, it's like, you're growing up playing against people, Yeah, it's like, eventually, you might be playing together, eventually, yeah. you might be playing against one another, <laughs> you know, and I think it was, it was kind of cool, though, because, like, you got to see everybody develop over yeah. the years, yeah. and... You know, it's some folks who like they was they was killing the little league. Yeah. And then, you know, that grew up. Body <laughs> got exposed. Yeah. But you know what? It happens, you know. Most definitely. It happens. Yeah. Uh you know, people take they grow up, take different yeah. paths and whatnot. Most definitely. Um but yeah, I, I, I was always in football. Um, played travel ball for the for the Panthers. That was a lot of fun. That was really that was kind of my experience where I got to figure out yeah. if football was for me or not, you yeah. know, uh, being in county ball. I mean, no, there's some good, there's some good people out there, but you know, pretty much compete with everybody. So, right, right. Uh, playing travel ball, that was that was a different world. Uh, we we go to Atlanta, we'd be um, up in Owensboro. I want to say Atlanta was probably the furthest that we that we traveled. Okay. We travel football wasn't How was wasn't that? really a big thing then. Um, that was a lot of fun. It was yeah. so much fun. Um, so it's, it's mainly guys from this area. So mainly yeah. guys from Bowling Green. What were we? We were probably eleven to thirteen, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, we're we're middle school. Yeah. You know, sixth grade and middle middle school age. That's fine. Or I say fifth grade, fifth grade to seventh, about that time, about that age. Man, that's so much fun just playing against great competition. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, I always tell this story and puts it into perspective. We were we were checking into a hotel down at this tournament in Atlanta mm-hmm. and. We're standing in the lobby and people are weighing in, you know, everybody, you know, they're still doing weigh-ins and whatnot. 
There's a so yeah, the way that each like so like all right. So when you went down to Atlanta, so all right, I'll make you better. Okay. You good? You good? But so when you went down there, you played one game. You played multiple games. No, you would play multiple games. So it's uh, it's pretty much like a tur tournament style, right? So okay, it, okay. So you might play one or two games in a day, depending on if you if you win or lose. Okay. Uh, most of them about most tournaments about three days. Um, so they would just separate all the brackets up and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're, so you're waiting. You're, for it's the, it's tournament style. Okay. So you're waiting for the stripes, like right. So so people are people are weighing in to pretty much check and see if they need a yeah. stripe or not. Okay. okay. That, yeah, that's I'm how you do. Yeah. Um, that's pretty dope though. That's because and you're at a young age, so the two to three games don't really weigh on you. Right. It's not. It's not as bad, yeah, but you know, yeah. still still thinking about player safety and whatnot, yeah, which I, I'm guessing mostly probably around the around the world still done that really. Yeah. At the time, um, but it is is really. Interesting because we're standing in this line and we got we got one dude on our team. He's outside in one of these uh, one of the boxing suits, one of the sweatsuits, yeah. right? So he's got this little silky sweatsuit on. And he's running around in the parking lot yeah. trying to trying to shit off trying to shit off some some weight, right? He, he ain't trying to get that stripe on. Yeah, for sure. So he's outside, you know, running and whatnot with his little suit on. And then this team from Texas pulls up, right? Oh, man. They get off the bus. Yeah. They walk. They walk in the hotel. Like pretty big dudes, right? Yeah. And we, we all, we all the same age. We yeah. all, you know, eleven to thirteen, whatever. All right, that's cool. Buddy reaches in his back pocket and pulls out a water bottle and spits in it. This man is spitting tobacco. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, what is this? <laughs> like, this is totally different. Yeah. yeah, dude is like six foot tall, so you no, know, easily two hundred pounds. I'm like. Dude, dude is a monster. Like, yeah. this might be a high schooler at the time. Like, yeah. buddy, buddy might be, you know, yeah, his yeah, a yeah. freshman in college. Man. It's like right then, it's like okay, this is gonna be different. Yeah. You know, this this is gonna be a real test. But I think that was just my moment in, in football specifically. I was like, all right, yeah, can you can you roll with these dudes? Like, you embrace like it. what you gonna do? Oh man, you got to. You like, have to. You got you got to embrace it. I mean, otherwise you are gonna get exposed. You. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but yeah, just being there, being able to experience, you know, traveling that far, going going to the city, mm -hmm. um, playing against that type of competition, really pushing yourself to, you know, yeah. all right, this this is what we got. This is this is this is what we're gonna do. This is this is what we can do. You know, exactly. putting on for even Kentucky as a whole. Exactly. You know, this is this is what we can do. Is a is a great experience, like you said. It's something that you got to embrace. Exactly. I mean, you don't. I mean that time is gone. You know, I'm not. I'm never getting that back. So I'm yeah. glad I did enjoy it. Yeah. You know, as I was going through. Uh, so now playing travel football, coming back, uh, middle school football, high school football, um, and then going on to play college football at center. It was. It's uh, football. It's, it's always been near and dear to my heart. Um, so I also ran track and cheered in high school. Okay. So people always ask me, you know, like, what are you going to do in college? And yeah. it was. A, Dead giveaway. Like, if I got the opportunity, I'm playing football. You know, and I had a couple. I had a couple schools reach out to me for cheerleading. Who were, yeah. recruit, were recruiting me for cheerleading as well. And I was like, I'd be straight up with y'all. I'm, <laughs> I'm playing football, so yeah. this is a hard yeah. no from. So you didn't me. even go through the recruiting process for cheerleading. Oh, uh, it, it wasn't even worth it to me. Yeah. I it was. I enjoyed it. It was a. It was a new challenge for me. Yeah. Uh, whenever I did start in high school. How'd you get into that? Yeah. So I started my sophomore year of high school. Um, after football practice one day. Uh, the cheerleading coach, I want to say a couple of cheerleaders, has come down and it was like, like who who wants to try this out? Yeah. So like at the time, like I'm in high school, I'm like, 
alright, we'll hang out with these girls, yeah. chilling, like, alright, let's let's make it happen, like, yeah, let's, let's see what it's about. Yeah. So, myself and a few other guys, uh, we went up there, and we end up being good at it. Yeah. So, it's like, alright, we're gonna, let's stick with this. A couple of guys, uh, Andres Robinson, Jacob Asher, they went on to, to cheer in college, cheered at Western. So, okay, yeah, yeah. so, it's like, hey, you know, we, we were a real deal. I mean, yeah. and up until that point, Central had had a couple a couple of guys that that yeah. had cheered, um, but it was typically just one at a time, uh, one maybe two. Uh, but at this point, we had maybe five or six yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that really changes the dynamic of a cheerleading team and what they're able to do whenever sure. you're able to bring in that many guys at once. Definitely. Um, I mean, especially us at the time, I mean, we were. We were strong, good football players, and then we come up there and like, oh, we're pretty good at cheerleading too. So, uh, like I said, it was it was a new challenge for us, sure, and sure. being yeah. good at that, it was it was a lot of fun. That's I was actually I was just talking to Dre. I'm yeah. gonna I'm, I'm gonna throw with him too. So yeah, I like Dre. Oh, oh yeah, he was amazing. And playing, yeah, playing, yeah. playing football with them too. I mean, it was, yeah. it was always fun us, us spending time around each other, and and you know, even our families being being close. Up. It was, it was. Uh, I love his mom. Oh yeah. I love. Oh yeah. His she mom. she's great. She's yes. a good people. Yes, but I love his mom. Yeah. Oh yeah. They 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 all they all a good family. So I mean, just definitely being able to uh you know even get closer with him in those times. You know. Yeah. It was just uh. I mean, any you, know, you spend more time around people, you know, you're gonna build a closer relationship with them. You know, so you know, I, still, I still talk to Dre every now and again. We we talking another day, talking about uh one of the new one of the new rap artists um, out of L.A. His name is La Russell. I got, I put him on anybody. He, he, La Russell's like that. Yeah, La, La Russell. He, he's like that. I'm so. check him out. I haven't been into uh, music lately at all. I've been on like so like I've been preaching. So like it's weird. So I've been on this weird like it's not it's not weird. It's, it's kind of normal or not normal, but I, I a lot of people go through this like entertainment does not entertain me anymore. That's fair, yeah. Like it's gotta be educational. Like mm-hmm. I I love watching history documentaries. Yep. Um, about like just about every literally everything, and I feel mm-hmm. like that's why I'm such a conspiracy theorist. Because if you watch history documentaries or like. The things that they don't teach you in mm-hmm. school, like about Stalin and about how Hitler and the Nazis really took over Germany. Like, you know what I'm saying? They didn't just wake up one day and just take over Germany. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a plotted plan, made their way through the government to rise at the top of Germany. And it's just like, you feel me? So, like, I just feel like that's why I get I get addicted to that kind of stuff, like history stuff in general, where I just learn about Psychology, like I love to read, like I love reading psychology mm-hmm. books about human, the way human brains work and the way human nature works. It's like I, I've been kind of off music lately. No, that's that's a good point that you make. I think a lot of people they uh they aren't satisfied with where they are in life. It's yeah. like, what are you doing in your free time? Yeah, you know, what or what you think is free time? You're like, what are you doing with your time? Right, right. like, are you just are you using that time to just listen to music to to watch a new show on TV, yeah. or are you taking that time to build yourself? You know, become better. Learn, exactly. Learning shouldn't stop when you get out of school. Never. It shouldn't stop. Human humans, like you look at everything in life, from grass to bugs, everything grows day by day mm-hmm. by day. And if you're not, and your brain is the same way. If you're just pumping in music, it's truly not good for you. It teaches you bad habits. It probably talks about stuff 
That it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't relate to you. You don't need to be pumping your head. TV shows that are lies, excuse me, like false narratives, create false realities. They're fake. You know what I'm saying? Like reality TV is fake. Uh, and I don't even mean just like real housewives or the Kardashians. Like, I mean, like, from like deadliest catch to like all this stuff. Like, it's fake. I mean, people just sit there and if that's all you're consuming. And it's just, that's not learning. Like you're not really learning anything in that, and and it, your brain is literally made to progress, mm -hmm. just like everything else in life. Like progression is the sign of life in general. Like, right. Like giving back to God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he, like we are made on this earth for him to, and to progress, keep growing, be like become greater things. Like I love, I love. <laughs> So I was in a we're, I was in a men's book club. Okay. Um, and uh, we uh, we, were, we were reading the book, um, the keys to manifestation. Gotcha. And um, and the book is talking about um, the difference between like why some people have a god complex. And I was um, telling the guys and because we go back and forth and kind of talk about what we read or whatever. And I don't remember it word for word, but I but I how I interpret it is. God created us in his image, mm -hmm. right? So to think if he created me in his image, to think that I can't do some of these godly like things, because so, that's what manifestation is, right? Like that is like a God, Jesus manifested almost everything. Mm -hmm. He spoke things happened. Yeah. He spoke things were created. For me, if you, if you get in line with that, like we were talking about earlier, like living right, mm -hmm. and you're... Walking right with God, manifestation is real. Yeah, you, you speak things like into existence. Like it can happen. Like, and so like, I'm on a little bit of a tangent, but yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It, it happens. So like to think like the word God complex now I think is like overused. Like, yeah, I have a God complex. God made me in his image. Like I, I'm supposed to keep growing and being great and and doing and helping others mm -hmm. and doing all these things in his image. Like I posted the other day, I'm not trying to be the Lord. I'm trying to walk like him, mm -hmm. trying to grow like him, yeah. trying to uh, keep learning to be like him. And I feel like that's where a lot of people start missing, like wasting time and missing the joy in life. Because if you're just sitting there consuming all that stuff, but you're not finding, there's no joy in that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no joy now. You're wasting time. Like, you're just sitting there. Like, you just melting your brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I be wild, like, I can't even get on social media anymore. Like, I'm, I'd be weird off of it. Like, I don't, I wake up, I wake up now, I don't get on my phone that much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wake up, I don't touch my phone for the first hour. Yeah. I, I put my phone down an hour before I go to sleep. And I'm just like, right, because it's like, you can't, you can't keep consuming all that stuff all the time. You gotta start consuming anything. I don't even remember how I got here. I'm on a complete different tangent, but yeah. No, definitely. I mean, if we're not growing, I mean, if if the brain isn't isn't growing, yes, yeah. it's, it's doing something. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's gonna decaying. die. Yeah. yeah it's decaying, decaying like yeah. you said. Uh, but I mean, we do. We have to. We have to make sure that we're taking in good things. Yeah. And we have to make sure that we're building and and being better. And like you said, is the music that we're listening to is it actually beneficial to us? 
is the are the TV shows that we're watching, you know, the videos that we're looking at on YouTube. When we have access to all of these things yeah. that could be producing good, how are we using it and how are we taking it in and what's it really doing for it? What what is it really doing for us, right. you know? And, you know, a lot of these things are just distractions to keep us from growing and and walking in Christ, like you said. So we're doing these things as opposed to doing what we should. Yeah. And now we're not where we want to be yeah. because we're not doing what we need to be doing. Yeah. It's really, it's really very simple. Yes. And it's like, oh, why don't I have, you know, people, everybody, everybody likes money. And that's yes. what everybody wants the money. It's like, okay, why don't I have it? Probably because you're not doing the things you're supposed to be doing. Right. Exactly. Like, what are you doing exactly. with your time? Exactly. So, it is. It, 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 it's as simple as it sounds. Yes. When you're doing what it takes to get there, mm. and when you're being consistent, and when you have that discipline to do it, then you'll get to exactly where you're, where you're supposed to be. I uh, see. But that's the, that's the key, though. The key, consistent mm -hmm. and discipline. Everybody wants it to be right now. Oh yeah, they want it. They want to be. It works. No, no, it never works like that. It never. Anything, anything, any person that tells you that they didn't work to be great, they lied. Mm -hmm. They lie. And any person that you see gets their fame or their money fast, hardly ever keeps it. Right. If it's something that's sustainable and it's something that's truly a legacy that leaves stuff behind, it's five, six, ten, fifteen years in making you living right. Consistent discipline, mm -hmm. like yeah, those. That's the key right there. That's the that's the key right there. Consistent discipline. Yeah, and I mean, and you have to have the discipline because there's there's gonna be times where you're where you're not motivated, yeah. or where or you know stuff is getting hard for you. So you just you gotta have that discipline to where it becomes part of your lifestyle. Yeah. So a that habit. you continue to do it every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be a habit. Yeah. It's like for me, if I don't if I don't go work out. Every every day or not every day, but if I don't go work out in a day, like I feel like I missed a whole part of my day. Yeah. Because I've made it, I've done it for so long. I've made it a habit. Habit. You know, and and I've built a healthy relationship with it, and I'm not forcing myself to go work out. I wake up in the mornings, I get to go work out. Yeah. Like, I'm doing this to have a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing it, you know, just to go in here and say I worked out for the right. day. No. Now, I'm doing it because I want to live a healthier lifestyle. Whether I'm lifting weights, whether I'm just going for a walk, you know, getting yeah. getting some sunlight, getting yeah. some sun into my eyes. Yeah, you, know, you just you have to do those things. You have to have the discipline in order for us to build ourselves. You know, Most you got you got to have it. Most definitely. Yeah, I love working out. Now that football's over, I don't, I don't, I actually I do understand why some football players after the game is over, they stop working out and they just get bigger. Oh yeah, yeah. You know body body's hurting. Body's body going through it. it. But at the same time, brother. This is just my opinion. Don't you think Sid's just not doing anything that makes this stuff worse? Oh, you know what I'm saying? The movement, movement is the best thing for yeah. you when your yeah. body is injured. I mean, I ain't glad like I'm a physical therapist. Or no, yeah. But movement is the best thing for your body. Like yeah. we're made to to be walking. You yeah. know, we're made to be moving around on two feet. You know, we're not we're not made to sit at a desk all day and and work. We're made to be yes, active, active doing yeah. things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, but yeah, I don't I don't see I I don't I'm I love working out. I'm I'm loving it right now. I gotta tell myself sometimes I'm like, hey but chill out. You're not, you're not training for <laughs> Yeah, it's like pipe down, pipe down. Yeah, chill out, chill out. 
I love now, but I'm on a, I've, I've been, I'm just on so different uh, level now. I started fasting, but I used to fast even when I was yeah. in college, but nah, I do it. So what, what types of, what types of fast are you doing? So like, I don't really, so like intermittent fasting to me, I kind of do. So my biggest, some, so sometimes I do like a spiritual fast. Okay. Yeah. So like if I, I wake those. up, if I wake up and I'm like feeling, I want to say like depressed, but I'm feeling ungrateful. I don't feel like I'm taking things for granted. Mm -hmm. I might fast just to like let the higher power, like God know, like, yeah, I'm thankful for all you giving to me. I'm sorry for being in this phase of mode that I was in yesterday while I took the day for granted. You know what I'm saying? So like, this is more of like a spiritual thing. Cause you know, like in yeah. the Bible, people fast when they're struggling with making decisions. Right. When they feel like they've been away from God, they'll fast. Um, just like different stuff like that. So like, it, that's what it kind of is. Like, I felt like I wasted the day, took it for granted, focusing on me. Yeah. So let, let me not consume what you put for me on this planet because I took one day for granted. You feel me? So, and like, truthfully, bro, I got, I, my body will do it without me even knowing. Like, it'll be a subconscious thing when that happens sometimes. Like the next day I'll sit there and I, my body just won't want to eat. Like I'll cook food and I'll go to eat it. I'm just like, nah, I won't eat. Right. And it's just kind of weird. Um, but then, like, intermittent fasting, like, I do that when I... I did that when I first started playing ball. I did that. Um, I would eat. I did the... Um, I ate for six hours. Okay. At, like, so somewhere in there. I, I could eat two, three times in that six hours. For the rest of the day, I didn't eat. Right. And I did... I would work out in the morning, and I would eat after my workout. I would do like a pretty big lunch, a uh, smoothie and a protein shake. And that yeah. would be my meal. And I did that for like three months, maybe. And it was, I, I loved it. But I'm almost, I, I just kind of where I, where I live at now. Okay. I maybe eat like once, once a little breakfast, high protein breakfast now, mm -hmm. and then like a big lunch or dinner somewhere in there. But yeah, but I love fasting. I think everybody should fast. It's, a completely overlooked thing that we eat. Oh, yeah, eat. absolutely. And and even when I do eat, I mean, I'm clean eating. I'm not eating fast food. Yeah. I'm not eating oily junk. Mm -hmm. I cut out, um, like, vegetable oil and all that stuff because that stuff's not good for you. Um, I stopped doing pork. But that was kind of a spiritual thing, too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it, it talks about, in the Bible, it talks about how, how, you know what I'm saying, pigs, they just consume everything. And then, like, the science behind pigs of, like, you know, they don't have sweat glands. Exactly. So, all the toxins and stuff that they eat, it, yep. they just sit. So, I'm just kind of, I stop. I can't even eat it, but I can't. Like, no, no, that's understandable. I mean, you're talking to somebody who doesn't eat meat at all. So, oh, well, you don't eat meat at all? No, and I, I haven't for, that's two years now. I swear, I wonder how did that happen? So really, I, I started just just kind of as a as a challenge to myself. I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go vegan for a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. just as a challenge. You yeah. Know? Cold cut everything out. Oh, you like know, cold turkey for cold real. Cold turkey cut everything out. Oh wow. I done that for like a week. Okay. <laughs> so I lasted. Yeah. I lasted. Yeah. Could have yeah. probably could have kept it going. Yeah. Um, and then I, I moved to only eating meat on the weekends. Um, I I haven't eaten pork for a real long time. I just yeah. I could cut out pork. I don't know. I was probably still, I was still in college when I cut out pork. So was that, was your, that's been uh, it, it. Just being, it's not good. This yeah. is there's nothing really beneficial 
Yeah. About pork. And then I was eating pork. Because so you don't even get a lot of protein from it. No, there's not. It's really, yeah. it's not a good source of anything, yeah. you know? So yeah. just cut that out yeah. easy for a long, long time now. Um, so whenever I, you know, went on my little vegan kick at first, you know, it was more of a, more of a challenge to myself. Okay. Really felt the benefits of it immediately. Yeah. yeah. Felt the benefits of it, you know, body cleaning this stuff out. and yeah. like, okay, I, I immediately have more energy, mm-hmm. um, healing faster, yep. not being as sick, yep. uh, allergies not being as yep. impactful. Uh, so really just all those benefits I started to see and I'm like, okay, let me, let me really get into this. So that's when, you know, I moved to only be on the weekends and then eventually it was, you know, I'm going to just eat fish on the weekends. Yeah. Finally, you know, as I tell everybody now I'm plant-based, you know, I still, I still consume a little honey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that wouldn't make me vegan. My yeah. clothes might have some leather. I might have some leather on my shoes or something right yeah. now. So I call myself plant-based. Okay. Um, yeah. And really, just because it's a it's a healthier lifestyle choice. Yeah. Um, but do you eat the plant based burgers? Do you do that? It it, it depends. Yeah. If if I am, I mean, I'm I'm eating the stuff that is extremely clean. Yeah. Uh, not really the the, the modified stuff. Yes. Okay. I, I mean, if it's the question, if yeah. it's a you know I don't want to throw any dirt on nobody's brand or nothing, yeah, no, but yeah. we we know exactly who they yeah. are. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's like. By the time you're doing all that stuff to the food, like yeah, well, I, might, I might as well go eat a real burger, you yeah, know. <laughs> but uh, you know, for me at least, because yeah. you know, again, I'm not doing it necessarily for you know animal activism, yeah, that right, type of right. deal. You're doing the change, uh, but I'm doing it as a as, as a health thing, yeah, you know? for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just really like you said, just trying to eat cleaner, yeah. treat the body right. I mean, again, it's like whatever I'm putting in, that's gonna that's going to affect the way that my brain's working. That's going to affect my quality of life. So why would I not want to do better? Yeah. And it's another one of those things that, like we said earlier, it really comes back to being disciplined. Yeah. Because I'm not going to sit there and say, I'm going to eat with some friends sometimes. And yeah. I'm looking at their food and I'm like, yeah. dang, that burger looks good. So, I mean, it, it comes back to discipline. I'm like, yeah. okay, what are what are my goals? Yeah. Let me reach back. Why am I actually doing this? And I'm like, I bet. You sure. know? So, sure. yeah, I've been doing that for for a couple of years now. Um, recently I just started, uh, intermittent fasting again. Um, man, that's helped, it's helped my clarity so much really, um, in a lot of different aspects. So whether it be, you know, work, whether it be stress levels or, you know, just just making decisions in my personal life. Um, again, I started that, I started that just kind of as a health thing. I'm the type I do a lot of things to experiment with right. with, with my body or whatever just to, to just to see how how I'm gonna respond how right. it makes me feel that type of deal. Uh, so I really started it as like a, a health thing, but I've also seen how it has been beneficial to me spiritually as well. Um, I mean, I'd be straight up. I mean, I'm a young man. Like temptation is real out here. Yeah. And I think really during this process that I've started intermittent fasting again, I've definitely seen myself have more more control like more self-control and really being able to you know reach to the work reach to the word and yeah. when the world is trying to grab me yeah uh so definitely you know doing that is how it's been yeah. extremely beneficial um and the the connection that that has to just your health i think a lot of people a lot of people read the bible and the things in it and like to try to disprove it but they yeah. also don't look at how you know how the science that is man-made and created supports what is in the Bible. So it's like 
whenever you are fasting, when you're going through a spiritual fast, it's like, yes, you have that time to get closer to God, right? And that's, and that's the reason for that spiritual fast. But at the same time, it, medicine tells you that you should also fast because you need to clean out your body. It's like people are eating processed food all the time. Right. People are eating foods where your body is now having to break down food instead of rebuild itself. So your body is reusing that energy in other places to break down food instead of rebuilding itself, going to your brain, giving your brain right. more energy, helping right. you think more clearly. You know, and just how those things work so closely together. Yeah. I always, always find that interesting. Yeah. It's like people bring up science to me, and I'm like, oh man, that matches up with this description. Yeah, sure. I'm like, sure. that's crazy, you know. So, yeah. always, always, always love that, and and really, you know, just seeing the benefits on on both sides and how they work so closely yeah, together. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I think uh, you so. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know you were vegan or plant-based. That's yeah. crazy. I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. I like chicken. Oh, you could for sure. I like chicken too much. Yeah, but you're talking to somebody. I used to eat. I used to eat chicken, steak. I, I was eating all of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I, don't, do, I don't do like meat. Either. My mother was, I, I do it my mother was while, threw down in the kitchen all the yeah. time. Like, like, all of it. Steaks, the pork chops, the gravy, the chicken. The hens on Sundays, right. all of it. In the week, quick meal, rotel dip with the sausage in it. Yeah, I've done all of that. And enjoyed it too. But, like I said, for me, I was like, man, these are the benefits. Like, let me try this out. This is what I want. All right, I'm going to stick to it. Two but, years, though. I mean, because once you, so I have a, my mentor, he's the same way. He tried it. When I was like a few years back, and he hasn't really gone back. Like, and he says that now, cause, it, cause this happens with me and pork and red meat. You go a long time without having it, and then you eat it again. It messes up your stomach. Oh yeah, your stomach's not used to it. So I understand now that you've already crossed that line. Right. Why yeah. you're not going back? Yeah, it, it, it's tough if I try to turn back. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't. I just don't know if I can do it. Like, I know I could do it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like anything else. Yeah. You just. You, yeah. get, you get into a process, it becomes a lifestyle. Yeah, enough. for sure. For you sure. stick to it for long enough and yeah, becomes a habit. Yeah, I got it. it's just mental. Yeah, exactly. Mental. Like, like many things. Everything. Yeah. Mental, for sure. All right, so my next question, uh, once again, the question that kind of started this podcast, mm -hmm. uh, what is the hardest thing uh, that you've been through in your life? And what did you do to get through that thing or... The steps or the community or the people you're on. What was that like for you, or what was that for you? Yeah, so uh, it's a it's a very drastic story, and uh, a lot of, a lot of people that that are close to me know about it. Um, well, heck, I guess really a lot of the a lot of the world even knows about it. Um, traveled to Ireland in 2017, I believe. I believe it was 2017. Um, traveled to Ireland with the football team. Um, a really drastic situation in which my, uh, well, not me, but I was hiking with a coach and a couple of teammates of mine. Uh, we were hiking on the, Cl the Cliffs of Moor in Ireland. Um, just hiking on this trail, probably a trail we probably shouldn't have been on. It was, it, it was a little dangerous. Um, long story short, a player and a coach end up falling about 
25 to 30 feet off of a cliff um, onto some boulders, probably about some of them the size of the table that we're sitting at now. Mm. Um, so a really drastic situation, right? Um, and it was a, uh, it was a, it was a, oh shit moment. Is what do, what do we do in this situation? And it's like immediately, you know, you have to suck it up and, you know, jump into action. Um, so being in that situation, being able to think clearly, um, you know, just being able to get in contact with the Coast Guard. Yeah. Being able to... I can't lie, but you might have to take the long way through the story. Yeah, so so we, uh, so we again, we're at the Cliffs of Moore. We're hiking on a trail. Um, we get to a point in which it tells us that the trail is going to get narrow. It might be dangerous. So like what kind of trail? Um, so this trail, it's a, they, call, they call it a goat trail. So again, probably dangerous. We should probably get the hint not to go on it, right? Yeah. Okay, we're tough guys, football yeah. players, football yeah. coach. I right, we're gonna go, we gonna go for it, you know. Yeah, for sure. And, and we do that. Uh, I would say the trail is about I say it's about two feet wide. Mm-hmm. So about two feet wide, just just enough for us to stand up, right. walk down. Um, extremely rocky, mm-hmm. uh, dirt. It's not it's not too wet or anything. Not when we begin the begin the hike down. Uh, so at this point, I say this is we're like a, like a jungle, or like a forest, like a. Uh no, so it's actually just um, so I mean we're we're at the we start at the top of a cliff, uh so really, I mean these cliffs are I say they're right next to some body of water. I'm not I'm okay, not extremely okay, familiar yeah, yeah, okay. with um with the the name of it, uh so they're next to this body of water. Um, at the bottom is the shoreline. The shoreline's aligned with rocks. I mean, it's a it's a straight drop off from the top. Yeah. Probably you know, over over three hundred feet high. Mm. Um, so we're walking down down this goat trail, about two feet wide of a of a path for us to walk on. Extremely windy, um, extremely windy all the way down. I would say we could travel about thirty feet in front of us mm-hmm. before, you know, you get to your next turn. Yeah. Um so a lot of a lot of twisting and turning to get down down this goat trail. Um in every sense of the term, right? Because I mean it's two feet wide yeah. and, you know, a bunch of rocks that, you know, that are on this dirt path. It's 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 passable. Mm-hmm. I mean there are people, you know, that hike regularly with the proper gear and you know, that type of thing that they did or they do go down that path. Um so we're, we're we're winding our way down, um, again close to a body of water. So that that I mean that'll be important here here shortly, and we make our way down, again about forty feet from the bottom, and there's a uh, there's an area of of grass that that has grown up. Uh, I'd say this grass is about three feet high. So I mean it's it's a fairly high place of grass. Uh, we're looking in it. We're trying to, you know, see our way to get down mm-hmm. to the to the shore at this point, which we can see the shore. We can see the water. We're a lot closer. Uh, we're to the point now where we can start to feel the water from, you know, the water blowing onto us from yeah. from the body of water that's there. And we get in this grass, and now we slide down. So we we slide down to a to another flat area um, within the within this. Within that, you know, close to the hiking trail at this point, you know, we slide down the grass. We're way off the trail yeah, now. Thanks, so, yeah, so uh, we stand up and we're, we're on this pretty flat rock in relation to what we've been hiking down. I mean, we're at a pretty flat area, flat enough for us to stand on our two feet. Uh, but again, we are getting closer and closer to this body of water. So 
again, we slide down that patch of grass and we're on this rock. Well, this rock is even closer or this, this flat rock area is even closer to the water now. Um, so it's wet. So the coach at, or the coach is standing up in front of us. Uh, we're all giggling, having a great time, laughing, ha ha, he he, whatever. And now the coach is looking for a way for us to get down. Again, we're off the trail. He's trying to find a way for us to get down. So we're standing up. We're in a line. It's the coach, one of my teammates, myself, and then another teammate behind me. The coach is going forward to look for a way for us to get down somewhere. As he's stepping forward, he slips onto that rock. The rock is, is wet again. He slips on the rock and begins to slide over. The player in front of me, being the selfless guy that he is, reaches for him and tries to catch him. When he reaches for him, he slips as well. Mm. At that point that he slips, I stop. I stop the player behind me from pushing me forward. And by that time, boom, you hear him hit the bottom. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you hear these studs at the bottom on these on these large boulders the size of this some of them the size of this table. And it's like, oh, they're like they're dead. You know, that's yeah. your first thought is that they're dead. And immediately, you know, we, we have to jump into action myself and my teammate and my other teammate. We have to jump into action because it's like, all right, like, what do we get? Like, what just happened? We got to do something. Yeah, for sure. Teammate behind me, he runs back up the same grass path that we just come down. I pull out my cell phone. By the grace of God, I had service. Yeah, Again, sure. we're out. We're out on a, the countryside, mm -hmm. you know, on some cliffs. Yeah. I'm down here on the shoreline next to some big body of water. And I got a, I got a bar yeah. in a foreign country. Yeah. Don't know really what I'm doing, where I'm at. Okay, let me call for help. Okay, wait, I'm in Ireland. I, I can't. Know. It's yeah. not nine one one. You know, again, how how I rem how I remembered to call three one one, who is their emergency service. Yeah, I don't know. No. Yeah. you know, there's it's a lot of things about it that I can't really explain. Um, it's your brain remembering something and in survival mode. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you got that fight or flight. You know? <laughs> and that's that's kind of what we were saying earlier. Not to interrupt you, I'm about to go out of tangle. What we were kind of saying earlier, bro, humans are powerful mm -hmm. and they're distracting us from that. Like, that's a powerful thing. Like, you, like, you probably saw that number once, twice. Didn't think about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if this wouldn't have happened, that number, you wouldn't have no idea that you knew that number. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And then this happened, and in survival mode, your brain, because it, it knows, you feel me, survival mode. I gotta yeah. go, I gotta go, I gotta go. And it remembered it. Like, how long did it take you to remember it? It probably wasn't, but, I mean, the, the amount of time it took me to take my phone out and, and dial. Yes, so I mean, within cool. a couple of seconds, I mean, it was yeah. it was able to come to come to me. Yeah, um, we're powerful, bro. Oh, absolutely. Powerful, I mean, bro. I mean, like you said, we're created in the image of God. You know, Stop. We, come on, we, man. God, tell you, we do. We have to. I mean, but again, you know, we gotta we gotta be in the right place. You know, mentally, physically, spiritually, yeah, sure. to be able to, to tap into that. Yeah, most definitely. You know, if we're if we're only consuming things of the world and yeah. things that that aren't leading us in the path that God has for yeah. us. We're not we're not gonna be able to tap into it, you know, and we don't we don't deserve to. No, because no. if if that's how you're living, what are you gonna do when you once you do tap into something like that? Yeah, what are you gonna do sure. with it if for you're sure. not living right? For sure. But you I mean, use it for wrong. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And there are people that do that. Yeah, you know, they 
there's a there's a yeah a lot of people that, that take advantage of being able to use a lot of uh, those other senses you know being able to use I don't know people talk about the third eye and just having that yeah, consciousness sure, and having that sure. consciousness and being able to to utilize the body to its fullest capability use the body and the mind to its fullest capabilities yeah. um, there are people to take advantage of it I mean you look at I mean, witches are real. Yeah, yeah. People casting spells and yeah. stuff. All, all that stuff is real, you yeah. know. People, people play about it, yeah. play about it, and joke about it and stuff. But I mean, we see it in movies. Yeah. There's, there's nothing new created under the sun. No. So this stuff in movies, we think it's made up. Yeah. Or these, the stuff we see on TVs, it looks made up. It looks yeah. un unbelievable. It, yeah. it looks. Uh, you know, talk about all the sci-fi and stuff. It looks unrealistic, but they don't realize. All that stuff is real. real. You know, it is, it's real. Somebody is able to do those things. Somebody is doing that. So I think that's why they the Salem witch trials. Mm -hmm. I think that's why school paint up stuff is oh the, there was no witches and the people who <laughs> killed witches are just crazy. They were just insane. And I think that's why they paint that that way. Yeah. To make you do it. Why would we? It's big enough. The story is big enough that we have to tell you. Mm -hmm. Why would we tell you the true story and let you know that you can tap into something crazy? Oh, yeah. And that's all that those witches were doing, were tapping in. Right. Like maybe they may have been using some of it for bad, but they were just tapping into higher power. Mm -hmm. And I think they paint that because they, they don't want us to learn. They want us, as an example, if you start doing that stuff, we're going to kill you. And I think that's why they, you probably, they teach that lesson the way they do. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could go on and on for days about the lessons they teach you in schools and <laughs> And what they want you to get out of it—that's yeah. a—that's a whole other subject. That's a whole other subject right there. We have to do a whole different podcast. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, you have to. Do, whenever I start, like with my entertainment company, I plan to do all kinds of different like yeah. podcasts and stuff. And people, I have a bunch of friends that people who tell me I need to just do all of my conspiracy theories. It's open just a different one. Man, it's uh, it's, they're not conspiracy. Conspiracy theory has a negative yeah connotation. Like people hear that and they just. It's, it's instantly bad, you know. Yeah. I like to think of it as an alternative thought. You know? Yeah, it's it's just a little bit different than what you're being told. Okay, I like that. It's like think of something for yourself. Yeah, like, think about like you know we talked about it a little bit. I like Are you able to think for yourself? Like, like is that. what you see true? Like, yeah. it's I like, like coincidence. Oh no, no. I mean that a, a coincidence. The word is for is the the root of the word coincide. You know, yeah. It's for two things to happen at the same time. You know, it's not accident yeah you know that's not the, the coincidence is not an accident yeah you know? no. and no okay yes no i agree 100 percent. and i think people yeah no i agree yeah i mean again you know you gotta be able to uh think for yourself um i mean i think a lot of that comes with comes with exposure um and then just being willing to think of something a little bit different yeah. You know, a lot of people aren't willing to to learn something. Well, first you have to forget what you know. Yeah. Or you gotta forget what you know. And be willing to admit that it's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta, I think that's one thing that a lot of people struggle with. They don't want to believe. Oh, I, I believed a lie. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've been tricked. I'm too smart to be tricked. They couldn't have tricked me. Like, all right, bro, just let your ego down. Cause, I, cause for me, I used to be that too. I yeah. was I was that. You know what I'm saying? Just let you, you got it's fine. You were wrong. You got tricked. They taught you something wrong. Let it go. For me, I think a lot of people just don't want to believe that because their ego is like, oh, I'm too smart for that. It's like, well, that's that's right. right. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Think about the the silly things that people believe in your entire life, and then they say, "Oh, you believe in conspiracy theory? 
Yeah. Bro, you believe in Santa Claus, yeah. ain't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. it's like we can be told certain things and people will allow it to, well, they'll, they'll allow themselves to believe it and then other things they won't. Again, I think a lot of it is who's telling you, yeah. where you where you get your information from. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. But it's yeah. like you're willing to believe that this man came down your chimney. Yeah. My guy, you live in an apartment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, chimney. yeah come down your that. chimney. Yeah. <laughs> no. Exactly. But it's like, okay, you're going to believe those things, but you're not willing to think that you don't know this yeah. to, to try and learn more about it or learn something a little bit different. And it might not even be that. I think a lot of times people think that you're trying to just disprove what their what their thought is, yeah. what their belief is. Um, you know, people don't like to have their thoughts and beliefs challenged. Challenge, yeah. But um, I think that's where the most that's where the most growth comes from. Yeah. I mean, even back on religion. So uh, not until I went to center did I ever really have my faith challenged. Mm. It's like. Yeah, the people I was around, like I was in church. I was in church on Sundays. Like my family believed, I believed, friends did. Just like nobody ever really challenged my faith. And then I get to this liberal arts school, yeah. where okay, now I'm being introduced to Islam. Mm -hmm. Now I'm being introduced to uh, Jude Judaism. Um, I'm being introduced to Buddhism, and all these different religions that now I'm being introduced to, and it's like. Okay, so here are these different things, and then now they're asking you, why do you believe in what you believe in? Yeah, it's like, why is this right? Mm -hmm. Why do you believe this book with all these different stories in it about this supernatural man? I'm like, you know, what's what's crazy is, you know, the the Bible has is one of the most rewritten books. Yeah. It's uh, it's been rewritten probably the most out of any book, but since since it originated, the basis of the story is always the same. same yeah. Right. So this the man came and died for us, died for our sins, so yeah. that we could be live, so that we could live for eternal life. Yeah. And that's then that's just the main part of the gospel. But you get to talking about specific stories that are in the Bible, how they've been rewritten thousands and thousands of times. How there's different manuscripts, and it's been translated into different languages. But you're telling me that for all these years that story is, has remained the same yeah. even though it's been rewritten and you know translated all these different times the story is still the same yeah. you know but really is like what, what I've grown to learn is okay the Bible is a collection of stories yeah, it's, a, sure. it's a collection of historical events mm -hmm. of a collection of supernatural events told mm -hmm. you know and by told by reliable sources yeah. and it's about supernatural acts performed by that supernatural being and those came here not just by the way of man but by some supernatural power yeah. right so i mean it's i think it's just really amazing just how you know until your thoughts are really challenged until your beliefs are really challenged like that's where that true growth comes from yeah like that's how you actually begin to understand and actually begin to know things yeah. is when when you are actually challenged in sure. your thoughts and in your beliefs. For sure. No, most definitely. For sure. That's uh I try to when I when you have beliefs like that, it's good to, like you said, go get introduced to outside things. Mm -hmm. Because it's in a sense going to prove yourself wrong. 
if you do it right, you'll probably end up proving yourself right. And if you don't, so like, I, so for example, I say nowadays, I, I if you if you believe something, you have a viewpoint, you're a is like an activist, feminist, mm-hmm. whatever is, whatever you know what I'm saying, whatever. Okay. If you can't debate that, like you just out of debate. Oh no, I'm not going back and forth. Well, then you don't really believe that because you can't challenge, you can't hear someone else's viewpoint and make yours back. You don't really believe that. You just heard it and, you know what I'm saying, read it somewhere. So the only way to truly stand true in your faith is to go out and, you feel me, you can't be a Christian and just stay in your little bubble. Right. And, you feel me, I believe in, oh, I just believe in God. It's like, buddy, now you got to go out and experience things and truly believe in it. And that's why, that's where my faith comes in. Or people ask me, like, why are you so, like, Oh, did your parents teach you about God? Is you just follow because your parents? It's like no, nah, like yeah, they introduced me, and I and that's my thing. Like with my son, I want to introduce him to God. Yeah, but he doesn't have to. If he becomes Muslim, he becomes Muslim. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what his journey became. Yeah, that's what the higher power showed him. You for me, but your faith. I, I'm te- I'm going to teach him. You have to go out and test your faith. Like don't like in the Bible where he says, "Ah, what's the story?" Ah, man, I, I'm gonna lose it. The story where the dude uh, he challenged God. That's not what you do. That's not what I'm saying. When I say test your faith, you don't challenge God. You don't go out and jump off a cliff and hope God's gonna save you. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't do that. But you go out there and you push yourself to the limits. Like we were saying earlier, you maximize your brain. You go out there and you go learn about other. Like me personally, I've learned about. Muslim, I've learned about Buddhism, I've learned about Judaism, I've learned about these things because I'm interested. I've seen how they all kind of correlate together right. in the baseline. Like, if we look at like just everything all in together, they kind of all have the same purpose. Right. Be a great person, you know, give back to others. Like, if we look at the story of Jesus dying on the cross, if you want to say, well, why would he come back to life, whatever, whatever, that's not, I mean, that is part of the point of the story. No point of the story is my man gave up his life for everybody. Perfect life, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, and that's the point of the story, is to get, is you're put on this planet for other people, not mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. And that's what almost every religion baseline teaches. Like, yeah, obviously, true. radical people turn and use it for yeah, their own. There's always radicals. And, and radicals everything. And everything. And, everything. And, and so, yeah, you have to go out and test your faith. You have, like, and, 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 and I think I, I I get excited when a new test comes and I realize I'm gonna have to lean on my faith. I'm kind of like, oh yeah, let's bring it on. Me and God, yeah, let's bring it on. Let's go. Whatever you know, what I'm saying whatever it is. That's where I'm at now. At 24 years old, I'm like, whatever it is, I got my, I'm I'm good to go. Yeah. So, but yeah, continue on your story. You so you had to call three one one. Yeah. So yeah. so call the call the emergency line uh, in Ireland. Communicating with the police first. The police finally connected me to the Coast Guard after telling them what's going on. And when I tell them, they're like, somebody fell off a cliff. Like, they're thinking the top of the cliff. And I'm like, no, we're at the bottom. Like, we're toward the bottom. So then they're like, okay, you know, where are you? By this time, I'm, I'm walk, I've got, got it back up to the trail. I've got my eyes on, you know, the player and the coach that fell. And they're like, where are you? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 
we were hiking, we were on a cliff, yeah. there's rocks, there's a rock in the water, there's yeah. a big rock in the water. It's like, I don't really know what to tell y'all. And really another blessing, man, just, you know, just slowing down in the moment, looking for anything to identify where we are, look out in the water, there's some type of large ship in the water. Mm. Uh, so I'm telling, I'm telling the coach guard on the phone, I'm saying, okay, there's a ship in the water. Reach out, contact the ship, do whatever you can do. I said, and have them turn to their right. If they turn, they turn the, you know, the front of that ship to their right, you know, directly yeah. ahead. Yeah. I was like, we're, we got our shirts off. We're waving our shirts like hell. Like yeah. they'll see us. And eventually they, they're like, okay, <laughs> we got in contact with them. And I'm, I'm, I'm on the phone. I'm, you know, watching this ship in the water, watching it turn its nose towards us. And I'm like, you know, it's just like a sign, a sign of relief, you know, yeah. like, okay, now somebody knows where we are, mm -hmm. you know, so that, that ship turns, um, pretty much identifying they've, they've contacted them, they know where we are. Uh, and from that point, it's really a waiting process, making sure that, you know, that nobody bleeds out. I mean, you know, extremely bad injuries. Yeah. Um, I mean, bones sticking out of skin. I mean, as gruesome as you could think, it, it's it's all of that. But right? they weren't dead. No, they they weren't. You know, again, by the grace of God, they yeah, they did sure. not. Yeah. Um, had had the worst of injuries, you yeah. know. But I mean, in the, in the big picture, like you know, they're they're alive today, and yeah. then they can they can tell their story. So yeah. it's uh, again, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just a blessing, just how such an unfortunate situation, um. Really, I guess the best that could have happened out of it happened, you know, which they're they're still alive today right. and still. I talk to those guys all the time, love love them to death. I mean, of course, you know, you, yeah, it's like, like that. It's a it's a very dramatic situation. Yeah. You never really expect to have to go through something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just good to. I don't know. You you can never really prepare yourself for that level of adversity or something, but it's. It's good to be able to to be able to to handle it. Uh, when we're at center. We said attack adversity. It's a uh, it's very cliche, yeah. but no, yeah. when you can attack adversity, I mean, it's gonna come in all shapes and forms within your life. Whether it's something as dramatic as I said, or whether somebody's you know watching this video on YouTube, they yeah. drive home while they're driving home, they run out of gas. Yeah, I sure. mean, adversity comes in in all shapes and forms, so. Whatever that looks like, it's like, how can you handle it yeah. in that moment? What are you going to do? Like, do you lay down and give up or do you go attack it? Do you fix it yeah. and, you know, get ready to see the, the brighter picture at the end of it? So, yeah, but yeah, that's that's definitely one of, if not one of the, one of the toughest things that, yeah, that I've ever had to experience. Um, outside of that. Man, going to going to college, man. I had a I had a huge reality check with myself in that in that first semester. Oh yeah, yeah. It was tough being a student athlete. Yeah. So, uh, you know, going through that, that was, that was pretty tough. And uh, that definitely turned a boy into a man. Did you start in? So did you ever like switch degree fields, or did you choose one and you stuck it through? Uh, so when I went in, uh, so look, fortunately enough, center they do something where you have to get all your gen eds out of the way. Okay, uh, they want to they want to allow you to declare your major yeah. until your sophomore year. Okay. Um, so you know, fortunately they have that structured the way they do. Um, 
I thought I was gonna be a physician's assistant when mm -hmm. I went in, you know, have my yeah. have my chemistry classes. I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I got it, got into those science classes. I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. Wow, uh, but I mean, I was always good with numbers, yeah. so I went the, the economics finance finance route. Um, but I mean, still, yeah, you know, just having those challenges and you know, going through high school, didn't have to study too much. Yeah. I mean, you know, I had, I had to do some work, I did some different classes, but. Um, just being able to manage, like we were talking earlier, like even though like us being Division Three football, like at whatever level of football you're right. playing, like they expect the most out of you, right? So learning how to manage my time and, you know, it might be nice I'm up to one, two o'clock in the morning. Oh, I got five o'clock workouts. Yeah. Like, well... <laughs> Let's got got to see it through. You know, and, and, you know, and then be awake in your eight a.m. Yeah, class, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> but it's like you got to figure things yeah. out. It's like, okay, maybe I need to schedule me a nap. You yeah, know, about three to four there. or somewhere. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> so it's like just being able to manage time and, yep. and really, I know, just being more responsible and being able to handle the adversities of adult life now. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it all. It's never the same challenges, you know, they're never the exact same, yeah. but being able to just reach back on those past experiences and, yeah. and some of those lessons I learned, yeah, it definitely helps tremendously now. And I mean, it is, it's, I'm just, I'm grateful that I had the, had the opportunity to experience all, all of that. Looking back on it, I can say that, of course, yeah. uh, you know, when you end the story, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can look back at it and see like, all right, I'm glad I went through that, but. Being in the mix of the storm, it's a little, it's a lot yeah, different, but you know, all, all those things happen for a reason. So I mean, yeah. you gotta, you gotta embrace every moment. Yeah, you know, sure. regardless. I, I think I posted that today. You know, I said, you know, you gotta embrace every moment because tomorrow can be gone. It can it be, be gone. gone. Yeah, you know, sure. the, the sun's gonna rise, but I don't mean we're gonna see it. Yeah, and definitely. again, it sounds drastic, but that's reality. Yeah, you know that is what it is. Yeah. So it's like we have to be able to enjoy every moment and make the most of it. Trying to find a way, find a way to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Trying to find a, trying to find a way. Yeah, or at least find the good in it. Yeah. Like, every every it. situation is a lesson. Every situation you can pull something out of it and still be positive from. And but I mean, truth, that's a skill that has to be taught. Yeah. Like you have to teach your brain not to see the negative. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because your brain is naturally going to do that. But it's kind of... So, like, for example, like, this conversation of, like, your bitch voice. Mm -hmm. Like, your man voice versus your bitch voice. Or your woman voice versus your bitch voice. I'm at a point now, like, for working out, I don't even give my bitch voice a chance to communicate. Like, as soon as it says something, I do the opposite. And, I, I mean, I get myself in some trouble sometimes because I get on the treadmill <laughs> and I'll say, I'll run on here for 10 minutes. And then I'll do 15 because my bitch voice said I was tired. Uh -huh. You feel me? So I got to set limits on myself. Like, I'll be like, all right, you only go one extra. Like, if I'm going to do five minutes extra, I don't end up doing 10 minutes extra. Right. I only do the extra five. So if I'm going to do the 10, I'm going to say I'm going to do the 10 the first time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, but like, I don't even give my bitch voice the chance. The negative thoughts, I'm the same way. Like, as soon as they start creeping in, I'm, I do something to alter or change my situation that I'm in. Right. I don't even give it a chance. And, but that's a skill. That's something that you have to develop. And once again, it, I mean, it keeps coming back to this. It, it goes back to what you're consuming. If you're consuming negatives, like, so like one of the craziest things Absolutely. to me was I was, it was when I was in college still and somebody retreated a TikTok 
and it was a depressing TikTok. Okay. From a TikTok account called Depressing Thoughts. Hmm. I'm like, bro, do you think you're going to be able to get out of your depression by looking at depression thought right. videos? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, do you not see the negative correlation in that? Mm -hmm. How that doesn't, like, that, that, that was such an eye-opening thing to me about social media. But, I mean, you kind of hinted at this before. Um, it can be used for good things if you figure out the algorithm and break it. Right, yeah, you gotta do that. But, yeah, that, when I recognize that, that's when I realized, like, social media, like, that stuff is really bad. It can get really bad. And if you're not aware enough to see how one thing leads to this, to this, to this, and it's literally keeping you mm -hmm. in this hamster wheel of depression, and that's why it's so hard to get out of it, it's like, bro, you gotta, you, you gotta see that stuff. Yeah, I mean, you gotta think how we're, we are wired to be, you know, we're, we're wired our entire lives when we start school from an early age to pretty much be inside of a box. Yeah. You know, like we we go we go to the bus stop, we get to school, we go through a line in the cafeteria, we go through lines to get our lunch, walk to walk in lines to get to our seats. Okay, we're sitting in class, we have to sit here, we have to be still. Yeah. What everything you tell us is right. Yeah. why? Because you said so. So, so you're you're always you. right. Yeah. It's like, okay, I can speak when you tell me to speak. Mm -hmm. I do this when you tell me I can. Mm -hmm. And while there are good things about that type of structure, yeah. it also makes us extremely dependent the yeah. rest of our lives. And yeah. it, it kind of gets us into this cycle of, okay, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to go home. I'm going to eat. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to yeah. wake up. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. I'm Good not going to... Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, all, I'm on my phone, here yeah. I am, I'm scrolling, <coughs> stuck in the rabbit hole, in the, in the hamster wheel, like you said, the algorithm's got me, yeah. this is what I'm supposed to do, boom. So we have to rewire our thinking and our habits and what we do on a daily basis, you know, we gotta we have to change those things up. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to stay in the exact same spot that we are. Yeah. Again, people don't like where they are, change what you're doing. Yeah, for sure, yeah. If you don't, if you're not changing what you're doing, do you are you really upset with where you're at? Where you're at, yeah. You're more comfortable with staying where you are as opposed to doing the work to get out and actually change your situation yeah. and get to where you say you want to be. Yeah. Like you don't want to get to where you say you want to be as bad as well, as, as bad as you as bad as you're comfortable yeah. being where you're at. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, I I tell people if you look at your life, if you're in your thirties and you're unhappy with your life. Look at what you did in your 20s. Mm -hmm. Your 30s is a reflection of what you did in your 20s. So if you're uncomfortable with it, you better not be doing the same thing you were doing 10 years ago. Because right. then your 40s is going to literally look just like your 30 were at the 30s did because you did the same thing. Right? If you're in your teens or if you're in your 20s and you don't like the... what You know, because like I started taking full responsibility. Like I used to blame whoever, whoever for me going to Moorhead or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like at this point now, I've taken full responsibility. My my teens going into twenties looked the way it did. Me playing at Morehead, whatever, which I don't regret going to Morehead at all. I'm thankful that's why I ended up. But it's because of me. My twenties is a reflection of my teens. I didn't execute when I was didn't fully execute when I should have fully executed. I didn't take advantage of opportunities. I didn't whatever whatever. It's because of me, and I'm going to make sure my thirties looks a lot different than my 20s did. Like, I'll be damned if they look close to the same. You know what I'm saying? And and that, and that uh, yeah, wait, damn, I lost my point. 
But yeah, no, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, it, it, it you gotta compare your life. Yeah. Keep you from you can't keep doing the same things over and over again and think you're gonna change yeah. your environment. I think you're gonna grow. I think you're gonna become happy by doing the same things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, because also like another point, I was watching a movie. And the, the person said, the thing about leaving your hometown but you not changing is you still go. Yeah. It's like, well, come on. You have to be the one to change. You have to change your actions, your, once again, consumption, your movements. Do things differently. You know, if you if you never tried working out before and you had all these issues your whole life, maybe try working out. You know what I'm saying? Like, try something. You just got to keep trying new stuff. That's how I feel. Right. I mean, and then we, we have to become the change that we want to see also. Oh, yeah. I mean, what, whether, you know, not just personally, but people want to see change in yeah. the world. Let's become that change, you know. And, and like you said, just caring about people yeah. and, and really loving people. Mm. It's like when you can have that, have and show that true love. Yeah. Like one, it's, it's got to start from within. Mm -hmm. So like get right with yourself. Get yourself right. And then help others, love others. That alone, grab their hand, take right them alone, with you. It's gonna get others right though. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? You influencing, you getting yourself right will influence the people around you to get better as well. Yeah. Like that will. alone. Yeah, and you never, you never know who's watching you either. Yeah, right. Really, you really have no idea. And that's like you could, I'll, I'll go out sometimes with somebody like, man, I, saw, I see you've been working out. I see yeah. you running around town, yada yada yada. I'm like, I'm just doing what I do. Like, yeah. What's and you know and. People say it's inspiring and all those other things. And like, you know, I'm, I'm extremely happy for them. And, you know, it's like, okay, now are you like, what are you going to do now? Mm -hmm. Are you going to do more? Are you going to, yeah. what are you going to start to do? And then at the same time, not just that, but how can I help you? How can I help you? Come join me. What, what yeah. can I do yeah. to help you? you yeah. know? And and that's uh that's something that I actually just wrote down some goals for myself. And that's something that I wanted to start doing. It's like, how can I, how can I help somebody? Every week, like, what yeah. can I do to help oh, somebody yeah, every sure. week? Sure. I want to, I want to be able to make myself available yeah. to be able to help somebody just achieve one of their goals or help somebody else get better. Whether whether they're looking for physical guidance or spiritual guidance, whatever that may be, like, I just want to help people, right. right? And I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. that that would bring me joy, yeah, you know. Sure. And, and I just want to, on my flight, that's a, a purpose for me. I. I need to be helping people in some way, you know. For sure, no, for sure. I tell you what, bro. We're gonna we're gonna stay in touch. We're gonna we got big cause. So one thing I'm doing is so my one of my best friends from college. Mm -hmm. um, we used to sit around on his front porch that was like on one of the big streets on campus. Okay. And we would sit on there at the end of every day. And we would just talk about life. Yeah. Talk about our future plans or whatever. And that's how we all just both decided we were gonna start businesses and do become billionaires and do all these things. And um, you know, and eventually we had some, you know what I'm saying, a couple of teammates here join us. And so eventually we all kind of like just would just do random ideas. We had an idea one time, um, during COVID, we about to when people came back to campus, we about to like do food trays, like okay. so, like just different stuff. Yeah. Um, so um well I'm calling we decided to call the group PGB. And for porch game business, that's what it stands for. And uh, one thing that I want to do that I'm gonna, I'm big on is helping people. Mm -hmm. And so like, I want to build communities. So like, I want and I want to build communities on things for people who uh, have gone through stuff, and we can help other people. We can so like so my men's book club, 
I eventually want to open that. It was it was private, you know what I'm saying? We had 15 people in it. Eventually, I would want to do that with the public. Right. Like, having, like, where PGB, whoever's in it, because I, I, want, I want to bring new people in from all over, everywhere, just entrepreneurs, businessmen, people who went corporate, whatever, like, who are living the right way, who have the right mindset, who are willing to teach people, who want to give back to communities, who want to start youth programs, who want to do all that. Like, that's what the, that is for. That's what we're going to do. Um, but, like, so, like, our community, like, I want to do, like, we read a book, you pay us $10, we meet once a week. We read the we read these chapters throughout the week. We meet. We go over the book together as a community. You know what I'm saying? On Zoom or whatever on a community. I want to do like a single parents community or like a young parents community. Um, prison. You know what I'm saying? Jail reform community. Like this is a. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, like that's what I want to do because we can't trust the system to do it. You feel me? And we can't sit here and act like. We can sit here and be like, oh, uh, kids shouldn't have sex before they're married and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, they're going to do it. It's going to happen. We have to do things to help these people as they're happening. And I think that finding or doing a community like that or communities like that are a good way to do it. Because it doesn't cost money to do it, like that much money to do it. You know what I'm saying? It just costs our time. You feel me? And, and, and on top of that, it helps build everything else that we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because we can develop a fan base. So like as I like I said I was try, I'm trying to open up more podcasts and do more things right, to yeah. keep going. So as we're doing this, it's gonna develop a fan base to everything we're doing. Like it's just gonna keep growing. So I mean, you might, you might, you might no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it comes it comes back to like I said earlier, just being the change. You yeah. Know, once yeah. you be that change, once you're providing, once you're providing some type of service to people. Yeah. You're providing an effective service. Where people are now seeing the benefits of it, yeah, right. It's like you're actually helping people. Yeah, you know, people probably heard you say that. They probably probably the only thing they got out of it was he gonna charge ten dollars for a book club. Probably the only thing they heard out of it, yeah. right? But are you getting something out of it? Yeah. Are you better when you left than when you come in? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, it costs that money, but it costs money to buy books, right? Yeah, it co- it costs for. I don't know. You might bring in an author. It's going to cost to get them in there. Yeah. It's going to cost to get them in there and talk about their book. Yeah. Right. But a service is being provided. Yeah. People are getting better. You're helping people. People say, oh, you shouldn't care about the money. Everybody cares about money. Right. See, but my thing to is, have that abundance. My it's thing okay is about that. the money is they'll probably buy in more if they pay for it. Oh, yeah. People, you know, people feel more invested. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, people feel more invested. When you get something for free, you don't always feel as invested. Yeah. I, mean, I think about all the stuff that I've gotten for free. Or like, you know, you get something for free and it's like, okay, yeah. I got a little something for free. I ain't, you don't really, uh, you don't appreciate it as much yeah, it's when it's free. It free. Yeah, exactly. you don't. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, but no, there's a, there's a lot of good that could come out of that for sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get together on that one. Yes, we'll definitely. For sure. I, I, I'm excited about that. I gotta. Well, I wonder. I'll tell you, but yeah, I, I this, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't you can't put all the thoughts yeah, out there. Yeah. You can't. just know, just know. I will say this, but just know, Louisville PGB we're hosting our first event in Louisville come June. This will be crazy. Breaking news alert. Yeah, Breaking news crazy. alert. We been, we started plotting it. I'm not, I'm not going to give it all away right now, but yeah, we started plotting it. It's, yeah, that's big time. Yeah, that's I'm, nice. excited. I'm so excited for it, bro. I've been, truthfully, I think I, I haven't, since, as a, as a team, because we meet twice a week, 
Remember, we're starting, it used to be once a week, it's starting to be twice a week. As we're starting to start this, add this to our yeah, uh, schedule. Um, but we meet, and I, I think I, we started, we officially did this last week. Like, announced we're going to start planning it last week. And I think my sleep has gone down, like an hour and a half, <laughs> two hours a night. Because I'm just so, like, I'm so excited for this. Like, and I plan to make zero money from this. Like I would, I'm probably, I'm not, I'm probably, I'm hopefully going to break even. Like that is my, like I would be completely happy with this. This is literally an event to help people and to help young people. Like I'm so, I'm so excited. Yeah. This and, and, and because, and because you are helping people and you're going about it the right way and your heart's in the right place, yeah. your good's going to come out of it. Yeah, Whatever that's sure. yeah. going to come from. Most it. definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. But Cam, did you check the time? Did you see the time on that? Yeah, the hour, about hour 45. Yeah, well, well, yeah, that's about lengthy enough. But I appreciate you coming on. I, no, I no, enjoyed it. No, no, most definitely, bro. We'll have to do a part two. We'll have to, I'm I'm starting to do, Um, I want to have like two people on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So maybe after I do one-on-one with Dre, have you both on together. Yeah, we can do that. Or we can do... I got I got a lot of people. I got some people. I don't know if you've seen any of my other episodes, but I got a lot of people. No, yeah, yeah, I'll check them out. I'll check them out. You know, there might be some people we might be able to sit down together with and just share yeah, some have a little, little, little roundtable discussion. You know, little, you know, because that's what I that's what I really want to start doing is bringing athletes together, and that's part of some of the other podcast ideas I have is really just bringing athletes together and showing people like, yeah, we compete against each other on TV or. On the weekends and our games, but like it's a, it's a unity thing. Cause I, cause with one of my other businesses, I'm like the sport agency thing that I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, I'm hiring some people who didn't play college football or college sports, and I'm like, low key, college sports is like a cult. Oh yeah, we have a, like, and when you're in it, you're kind of like, ah, oh, you went D two, I'm D one. When you get out of it, you're like, nah, you went college sport. That's yeah. what you did. You play a, a you college sport. You understand yeah. the ground. Yeah. I don't care if you're NI, D3, FBS. Yeah. You, understand, you understand the work. Yeah. Period. It's a different life. Most definitely. And you and you when you graduate that, you you feel me? You kinda of, when you graduate from that, you kinda of, it becomes more of a like I don't care. Yeah. Absolutely. Who you went to. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So but yeah. I appreciate you coming, bro. We'll we're gonna get a part two. No it, doubt. It yeah. It was great. Appreciate y'all watching. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us. Big things coming as you can hear. Um, check out the other podcasts. Check out the new ones coming. Once again, please subscribe. Appreciate y'all coming.